0: Hi there, Paul Merrick here, and I want to welcome you to the Heart of the Father podcast. And what a great day it is to be alive. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dwells in you, right? It's that same Spirit that hovered over the waters, that, you know, that Word was spoken, and creation responded and being formed, where everything was still void and formless. Um, God spoke with the Spirit hovering over that waters. It's that same Spirit is in you. What a great day it is to be alive, Right? So um, uh, today, on my heart, was a, um, a little bit of, of a shoot-off from another message. And I believe it'll bless you today. If you want to see the whole thing, there's a, a, a YouTube channel called Christ Mission Africa. Uh, just go look there. There's a session where I spoke. Uh, you'll get a big, much bigger picture even than what I'm sharing here you today. So with that being said, the message is being... So, there's a lot of us that have received word, whether listening to the gospel, there's things triggered in our heart, whether receiving prophecy. And um, there's so much uh, gaps at times. And I know I can testify to this that we don't know how to get from point A to point B. And there's a lot of us that have been taught to wait, as in doing nothing while. We're expecting something to happen, and um as of you know God must make it happen um god you know God must send people so they can make it happen for me and um truth is, there's such a beautiful example in the word, and it gets missed because of just how we see things sometimes um doctrinally, but there's examples of things that are much deeper even then the beauty of the basic revelation it is sharing. uh, Much as the scripture that says, uh, John 1, that says, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God. The Word was with God and the Word was God. It goes on to say that, you know, the Word dwelt amongst us and we behold His glory. So this is what He came to do, right? Jesus said these things... About the Old Testament, he said, Guys, you're looking through the scriptures and you're trying to find life in them, but I'm telling you that those spoke about me. And if you just come to me, I can give you life. And um, so that's the point of Jesus. But he's, he's not just telling us about him personally, he's telling us also about how prophecy works. And there's this point of being in God. That he wants to establish where the word becomes flesh. And it's beautiful because we know God spoke in the beginning. And he's saying that word was made into a human being. And he was able to be seen. And he was living amongst us. Fully God, fully man. But here is an amazing thing. Check this out. If God gave you a word, if you heard the gospel and it triggered desires in you that you do not know how to even approach nor start or do anything about, if you heard prophecy over your life and it seems far away from anything you're able to accomplish, that's good because it it isn't you, but yet it involves you because this is how the prophecy thing works, all right? I'm telling a bunch of things just to get to one point. But he gives you a word so that that word can be worn by you. You can dress up and go and show it off. And in a small way, even in the start, just by literally taking one step, owning what was said. Not just there's things that need to happen to benefit me. Because see, that you can do in the flesh. God says, no, I have killed your flesh so that you can come alive in me and I can live through you and manifest my glory once again so that the word can be in flesh. So he's desiring through prophecy for you to really walk in what was spoken. And um, there's beauty in it because you have to realize I need to be that person. If I'm to heal the sick and raise the dead, I'm going to have to get myself to be found among some dead people at some stage. I'm going to have to, if I want to heal the sick, I'm going to have to get close to sick people and speak some words and lay some hands in some way or another. Start somewhere. That's the point. Book of James, chapter 1. Here from around verse 20 and onward, he starts talking about the word being able to save your soul. And it means really that you're able to feel, to think, and to even have the same intention as God does. So your intention is love, to uplift, to heal, and to save. That's then what you want to do and why you want to do it. And it's an amazing place to be. That's where God wants us. As Jesus even said. After John 3.16. I have come to not judge the world. But to save it. So our intention becomes. I want to save. Because I see what was worth dying for. And therefore I will act out. Because it's worth it. And I. Have received the word. That God spoke over me. And that's why I get to have a confidence to step out and do and speak and lay hands and act out the word. And the word doesn't have to be laying hands, casting out devils, raising the dead. Sometimes it's love your wife. Sometimes it's love your children. Sometimes it's forgive because you're forgiven. Sometimes it's you're going to be a great accountant. And I need you to do accounting with me. That's the most amazing part is, is that we can do things with God and it is blessed. The kingdom is not limited to ministry acts. It is broad. The kingdom is making food for someone. Even Jesus said that if you gave food to the least of these, you've given it to me. That's big. So never underestimate what you're doing when you're doing it with Jesus. He makes it all blessed. The way you love your children, God increases you because it's blessed. So he goes on in James and says, the guy who hears this word and doesn't do it deceives himself. Because see, once you've heard it, you've had this opportunity to wear this word and be able to act it out naturally because it's who you are. It's because of what you intend to do because of what you feel you feel what God feels you'd have to lie to yourself not to act it out to do the opposite to what's happened inside of you and yes that's why he says to save your soul because once your soul receives that word it agrees with what happened in your spirit because God's spirit is one with yours so then he goes on and he says in James But he's like a man who hears the word and forgets it. Like one who looks in a mirror and sees his natural face. Then walks away and forgets what he saw. It's because even in our best intentions in the flesh, we try and change. We try and do what we know is right. But it does not last. Nor does it keep us. But instead it feels like a burden. And it feels heavy. A lot of people do religion that way. But God says, no, in me there's rest. In me there's strength. Let go, your burden, my burden is light. You're supposed to carry light, not heavy. That's the amazing part. You get to partner with the word that's over your life. Don't wait for someone to come and establish what was prophesied over your life. Do what you're waiting for to do in God. Act out the word so that you can become it. So, you have the freedom and the privilege to walk in it. And then you start seeing things fall into place. And you see God increase you. That's the idea. You don't do ministry when there's abundance of finances. You do it and you might go hungry a little bit. But then, I believe God steps in and He provides. And you get to do more. So, He ends the story with saying, but then if you look into this, Law of freedom. Now he doesn't say a mirror. He says the law of freedom. It's a law that counts to your benefit, not to your judgment or condemnation. It declares you free. Because what you see in it is not a natural man that needs to be fixed. It's a man according to the Spirit. Because it's declaring freedom. You know... 2 Corinthians 2 verse 3 says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Verse 18 says that, So we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We are being changed to the very same image as by the Spirit of God. See, so that law, the actual mirror that we are to see is the reflection of God in us. What's happened in your spirit, man? Receive it. Receive that love. You're loved. It's not just an idea. It's reality. Let it soak into your soul so you can feel the love of God. That God's peace that sees everything and is above it. Let your heart rise to where He is because He's declared it over you. Be in Him so that you can be at peace, you can feel it. What you carry is bigger than what you're facing, and so I can go on. And the last part says that he who looks in this mirror and perseveres is blessed in all his doing. See, and when you start walking it out, you start being true to yourself because God has made you a new creation. Start being true. To that, So you can be blessed in all that you do. Start taking small steps. If the big steps scare you, take small ones and you'll start seeing your destiny. If you are that person that was taking small steps and you got stuck, now's the time to step into the bigger steps and see the glory of God. Because God's going to take you all the way that He has declared. If you wanted to see more Because you know there's more in store and it's time to go for it. So bless you guys. and want to encourage you to receive the word for yourself personally and walk in it. It's not a condemnation because he's made the change within you. All you need to do is to be true to that. Because the other side of it is lying to yourself. And that always feels confusing and condemning later all in the name of being comfortable, but being miserable at the same time. There's freedom waiting for you to step out in faith. So let me pray over you. Thank you, Father, for each person. Thank you for their hearts. Thank you for the calling and destiny that you put on each heart. In Jesus' name, I thank you, God, for faith for them to walk in. It is a gift. I thank you, Lord, for the willingness to step out And see the glory of God. Whether it might be scary. Whether it might be challenging. God I thank you that you'll support them. You'll provide for them. And I'll see your manifestation. Thank you God for the freedom. For each person to be who you've called them to be. Let them be true. To what you've put inside of them. Let them not deny. What they carry. Let that same spirit that raised you from the dead, Lord, give life to them. Give them wisdom. Give them the strength to lift their head and see your glory and follow. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Blessings to you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, each person. Sowing into the heart of the Father. We bless you. Thank you for praying with us. We appreciate each person that takes part, takes our hands. We want to take yours and see the glory of God. Thanks again. Until next time.